Welcome to the Working Mama podcast, a show that provides real-world tips, tricks, and advice to all working mamas on how they can have a career, family, and hopefully one day break the glass ceiling. Welcome to a very special edition of the Working Mama podcast because I not only have one but two amazing guests on with me today. I've got Carrie and Lucy from Mums and Co. Welcome ladies. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having us. Pleasure is all mine. I've been very excited for this because you're both such a wealth of knowledge. So why don't we get stuck into today and how would you both describe yourselves? Well, my name's Lucy and I'm the community manager here at Mums & Co. So that's my job, a job that I'm very grateful and lucky to have. Um, And I would describe myself as a pretty ambitious working mum. I have two little boys, five and eight, and um, I'm also a solo parent. So I'm juggling all of those things um, myself. And um, yeah, I'm really passionate on a personal level to help women find work that they love and and um, be able to do both that and, and be mums as well, which is obviously why I uh, joined Mums & Co. So good, so good. And Carrie, how would you best describe yourself? Well, I'm the, I had the privilege of working with Lucy. Um, <laughs> um, so hi, everyone. My name is Kerry Kwan. I'm the co-founder and managing director of Mums & Co., I have had quite a, um, a varied career so far. I began in corporate life and then in 2007 I had my first uh, step into the digital startup world. Uh, I had a, uh, an insider's guide called Daily Addict. Um, so if you love new restaurant openings and, and, and sort of beauty and lifestyle sort of news, that was, that was me before... Uh, I ventured into Mums & Co. So Mums & Co is my second startup venture as a small business owner. Uh, I'm a mum of two. I have two beautiful young boys, um, a very uh, wonderful, wonderful husband. Uh, I'm a sister. I'm a daughter uh, of, of um, very hardworking Chinese Malaysian parents. Uh, and I think they probably instilled a, a very hard work ethic uh, in me early on. And I love coffee. I love having conversations. I'm very passionate about uh, female founders, uh, supporting small business owner women. Uh, and I certainly have the privilege of doing that um, with, with a very dedicated team at Mums & Co, uh, who are all striving to, to make sure that we don't have to choose between our ambitions and our family. I love it and and what you both are about and, and how you describe yourselves and it's very much the um the heart and soul of of the of working mama and and also what this podcast is about is you know sharing the stories and examples um of being able to be a mum as well as follow your ambitions and, and still have a career of of not having to choose one or the other so it's it's so I'm very excited um, for today's chat and, and very thankful to you both for making the time. And so we talk about being a working mum. And so what place do you think there is a value for community to support um, women and mums in being able to have those ambitions? And what value do you think there is of community just as a whole? Uh, look, there's, a, there's probably, a, if I can shape it as a hard value and 
you know, a soft value. Uh, there's lots of value either way. Um, and, and that sort of hard value could be encapsulated in things like, well, we're providing, um, we're providing a, uh, a, a sense to make, an, an avenue to make your living. So it's employment, it's financial security, um, it's, it's having choice uh, to, to have that sort of stability and, and you know, uh, have the sort of contribution to the workforce. So we're contributing from an economic point of view um, and it's sort of being included in that workforce. Uh, and I think that this sort of community is also very supportive of other women. So we know that a female founder is probably going to employ, um, you know, 2.5 times more women uh, in her company. A small business owner might employ an average of six, um, six women. Uh, and, you know, that full sort of economic potential is about $25 billion to the Australian economy alone. Uh, and then That's if you look huge. at... Yeah, like we actually can support women's participation in the workforce and um, fully unlock her potential. That's that's the dollar amount that we're looking at. And from a soft value, we're looking at, um, you know, community is really important because we're providing this safe space for them to uh, collaborate, to be more productive, um, to be open to... Uh, innovation and ideas. So having that sort of emotional support that a community gives you uh, is really, really, uh, that, that's, that's a huge value because it almost gives you the confidence to succeed. And there's also that part in it that you know that you're not alone as well, that you just, and that bit that it comes with a big part of community, you're just like, oh, so much of being a mum sometimes, you know, say initially you might be feeding at 2 a.m. in the morning, you think who else is actually doing this? And similar to actually, um, you know, being a, a female founder, you, you can be isolating at times, but that there's really that value of community that can spur you on and, and help you believe that something more is, is possible. We, we actually have a terminology that we use at Mums & Co um, called Mumbition, and it sort of ties all those things together as well because essentially what our community or you know, community in general, but certainly ours definitely is is helping to take you from those two values into a space where you don't actually have to choose anymore between caring for your family and starting or scaling a business as well. So we see, you know, community to be more important than ever for women in, in our space so that they can feel that real nurture um, and be encouraged to combine those, those elements together. And when you're talking about community, are you are there any key attributes to it? There's obviously the hard and the soft values, but particularly the soft values, is there anything that that you find is uh, really a lot more valuable than other components to it and that you just think, look, this is really important and what you get out of, of having it? Because sometimes if you took that away, how do you know that it's there? It's sort of that intangible aspect of, of the community, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. And I, I think that's about, um, I'll let Carrie talk to this because she talks about it a lot, but it's um, that psychological safety for us, I feel, in our community that we're, that, that element of everybody here is like-minded. We are all in the same boat in a different, you know, not always the same boat, but in a similar boat. Um, and you can feel safe to ask the questions that you need to ask. And to say the thing that's really bugging you or challenging you, um, and know that you're not know that you're sort of being held in a way. 
and and I think where we start from is that we know that business doesn't suit business owning mums. And, and what we mean by that is, you know, maybe there isn't the flexibility that's afforded or maybe there's not the terms of reference that we feel is equitable enough. And that's because, you know, business constructs have been made uh, predominantly being directed by perhaps, you know, older um Older, older white men. Let's let's say, I'll, I'll, you know, in terms let's of put it out there. It's you know, Henry Ford created the nine to five a hundred years ago. Exactly. It hasn't kept up with things like school hours. Like the, you know, I think our school school hours. Um, what do we do with the children after three o'clock? Like, <laughs> it's it's, it's uh, the networking that happens after work when we need to be putting dinner on the table and dealing with, um, you know, the time that our kids really need attention and the sleep routines. Um, so it's it's all these sort of, this is what we mean by business doesn't necessarily suit us. Uh, maybe the, the language that's used to describe us as well, you know, often I, I, I hear, are we just doing a side hustle or are we, you know, we're just kind of dabbling in business or are we actually really entrepreneurial and we're taking advantage of um, a problem that we've recognized and we're creating a venture, you know, that will be commercially driven, um, and makes an impact uh, at the same time. So I think there's, that's, that's, that's the framing. I think starting is that business hasn't suited us and now we're creating this movement. We're creating this community which gets, uh, gets each other. We understand that you can be as professional as whilst raising, you know, a thriving family. Um, we just need a bit more flexibility. We need more understanding. We need more upskilling. We need more networking that suits us. So... Uh, and, and by doing that, by, by redefining that to work to suit us, we're actually creating that sense of community where there's no judgment that we can actually move, move forward and get the job done uh, and ask for help and, and um, uh, you know, I guess take control in our, our own terms in, in some ways. So that's maybe the, um, the type of special source. And we know that women engage a bit differently. We communicate differently. We've got different you know, amazing talent and capabilities. Um, so I think Lucy was referring to, we create this space for them to be vulnerable, for them to actually push through and get the upskilling and, and the support that they need because they will get there. They know how to do it. They just have to get through this little potentially gray phase beforehand. Yeah, sometimes that imposter syndrome and that little monkey on the back of can I do it? And it's what you said about the social constructs of is it just a side hustle or oh, I'm just going to dabble in it. But actually, no, if you're thinking about doing it, give it a go because you never know what's unless you haven't tried. And um, organisations such as yourselves give you that belief that, yes, you can do it. And as you said, you know, you can't, the ambition that you can do it. You can have both and not have to choose. And, the, and those social um, constructs. So when you talk about why women create it, I've heard when I've previously spoken to you, there's something like a stat of like 30% of women create their businesses while they're on mat leave. Is, is that, and do you see that trend um, because of when they're on mat leave, they're thinking about returning back to work and thinking, oh my goodness, I don't know how I'm going to be able to fit this into, you know, my nine till five typical, um, I put in inverted commas, job. I, so, so yes, it is um, uh, one in three actually launch their business whilst on mat leave. One in, one in 
nine actually launched launched the business whilst pregnant, and that's I'm I'm in that group. Um, <laughs> so uh, you know, I, and I'd I'd love Lucy to kind of explore a bit about um, the that life stage and what that kind of presents to you. I think we kind of have this moment when we become a mother, we view the world a bit differently, right? We, we, we look at risk differently. We look at safety differently. We look at where we spend our time very, very diligently because uh, we've got um, so much of it spare, right? Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah. it's, a, it's, it's another lens that we have when we go through the significant life stage. But I also feel like it's a, a, a beautiful time because I know a lot, of, a lot of women are trying to take control of what's important to them. At that time, they need more flexibility. They need to do things on their own term and they need to find a way. Um, and, and we think owning a business is actually a viable op option for her to balance her career and her family and earn an income. Um, so it, it, it's, a, it's, a very, it's a very interesting life stage. Um, it works because we have that flexibility. We can work from wherever we want and perhaps on our own terms and be there for school drop-offs and pickups and when our, when our family needs us. So I think it's because of that. They, they want to work on something that they want to make an impact in. You know, I think entrepreneurial and great problem solvers, they want to make change, uh, you know, in, in, in an area where they think there's a, there's a gap or there's a need. Um, so... Uh, that's an option too. But I think it's actually those sort of key key reasons around they want to earn income, they want to be there for their family, uh, and they're still ambitious. They still want to actually make a difference. I also think that having just created a child, you're at sort of peak creativity in many ways. Like yeah. I remember with my first baby, honestly, lying in a hospital bed, just being hit with all these ideas for some unknown reason, that um, like almost a hormonal thing where you just full of your own invincibility and fair enough because what you've just done is pretty incredible but I think there's something there psychologically that shifts in us that enables us to go okay so I've just done this what else could I do what else have I always wanted to do um and I don't I don't think that that's um that's a small thing I think that's part of it too and then, you know, obviously, as Carrie put so beautifully, it's, you know, needing to create, you know, needing to have livelihood and but needing to support your family and wanting to be around for this beautiful creation that you've just made. You know, those 12-hour working days straight are no longer really appealing. So, yeah, I think it's all of those things. Yeah, certainly a lot changes and it's definitely underestimated um, that journey of motherhood and um, and even the concept around matrescence of, of the journey of becoming a mum, just like, you know, there's a lot of people know about adolescence, matrescence, about the journey of becoming a mum and there's so much around it. You know, people think, oh, it's a baby and you're like, no, you're like you've physically changed, you've emotionally changed, your priorities changed. There's so much that, that goes on and, um, and often it's underestimated definitely at times by society as well about how big your impact uh, that that has been um, in so many ways, not only yourself but also in your family dynamics, your relationships, and and so many other um, components about that as well. And you talk about we've got very little time as well about you know being able to do the uh, not only just have a business but also have a family and and juggle all the balls, as what I often say. What value do you uh, place on outsourcing? Pretty big, big yeah. 
significant um, value and uh, that can be financially outsourced or it could be in-kind outsourced or it can, it can be um, uh, just be more sort of clear in what you're asking, like being more articulate in how you're asking for that, um, for that help or that service. So I'm a big believer in women needing to ask for more help uh, to articulate it and to uh, be be clear about it. It's why I'm so passionate about pitching as well, because ultimately, uh, if you can help people understand um, what needs to be done and why it needs to be done, they're actually really likely to do it. They're actually really likely to help you. Uh, I, and another, another sort of error is... Um, Outsourcing can be in so many different parts of your life. It doesn't have to be professionally. It can be personally. Uh, you know, we're asking for help with childminding. Uh, we're asking for help with experts. Um, you know, we have a, a, around 60 experts that you can ask, spend half an hour and work through just a business challenge. You know, what's the next step that you need to take? Uh, so I definitely feel that outsourcing is something um, that you can do and it doesn't necessarily need to have like that monetary value as well. Um, so articulate the ask, make the ask uh, and, and do it in all parts of your life. And uh, it's certainly, it's amazing how many people though, I don't know what it is when you become a mum, you think that you need to be able to do it all yourself. I don't know what it is sometimes you think, no, I need to know automatically how to breastfeed or, you know, how to run a business or something like that. But it's amazing the power of asking for help. I know that I was one that I used to be, oh, no, I'm going to try and be proud and do it all. And I actually told this story to my friend, a friend of mine yesterday that when I first met her at Mother's Group and going around the circle, she, she'd just previously lost her mum and she'd um, accepted in help. And she said, it's amazing how much by just by asking for help, I've received that 10 times back in terms of offers. And Three and a half years later, that still actually resonates so strongly with me because I've started to, I've done that more since I've becoming a mum of asking for help. And it's so true. Like the more that you ask for help, the more you'll actually get back and receive. It's for me, it's been it's something so simple, but it should actually be a strength um, to ask for help and not a weakness, which is sometimes what we're made to believe. A hundred percent. And I think once you, you've described that so beautifully, because I think once you do it once, that little gateway opens, whether it's psychological or whether it's, you know, actual, you know, change around your life. But you you can see you're further along that path than you were, whatever the path is. And, I, you know, we've noticed over this, um, the most recent COVID lockdown period that our expert um, program has increased in popularity because I think people have, you know, that nothing beats that one-on-one. You know, if you if you've got a business problem, if you've got any kind of problem, but um, just having the support of that person to say, look, this is this is what's happening in my business, and maybe it's something that you you might not be able to feel comfortable saying to anyone else in your life, you know, um, and and that helps you sort of move forward on the path that you're in, and you're in another space in your business and your life, and you can keep going. So it's that momentum that hopefully gives you that positive reinforcement that yes asking for help is positive and it helps me be better helps me move forward with what I need I'm really passionate about this question so I've been (laughs) jotting all these notes down um I I think um I'm reminded of the fact that half of the women that start businesses uh and there's about 365,000 business owning mums in Australia 
That's huge. Um, we did a big research piece a few years ago and we found that half of them actually start in an area where they previously don't have any prior experience. So it's, it's impossible to have all the capabilities, skills and talents that you need, even though you probably have a lot of them covered um, or, or can find a way. So the beauty of the ask is, is you know, is actually in the doing because asking is the, should be the easy part. It's the doing that needs, needs more, more attention. Um, and I also think that there's, there's no shame, there's no guilt ever in, in asking because you don't want to be the smartest person in the room. Um, and you could probably get there easier, like with learning through someone else's experience. Um, and then lastly, if you're still not convinced, pay it forward. I, I know every single mum is always happy to help out. You're going you're gonna to pay that forward or pay that back in some, some way at some point, whether it's, you know, um, business, business advice or it's, uh, you know, which... To, to break down the whole soccer classes and world for me. <laughs> I've got two boys, so you know, knowing knowing that you don't put your hand up to be the the coach, <laughs> um, or yeah, so you know, tell me the the things that I need to know, and then you pay that forward to some other 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 woman. That's one thing I've really noticed: difference between big corporates and compared to small business is the willingness to help and the cooperation almost in in small business, and willingness to help each other and to just you know lift each other up um, together. We're in big business; it's you you've got to like pretty much show your checkbook before you'll actually have a conversation with someone. It's the approach is so different, and that's why I love operating like even the, just a small business fence because it's just. It's, as you said, everyone's willing to pay it forward to help each other because you know what it's like to go through the struggles and, and to do it on your own. And um, whereas in big business, it's, it can be quite draining and it's very much just help yourself and don't help anyone else. Um, I don't know if you've worked in corporate and you could then say something similar or is that your experience as well, Carrie? Uh, I feel like, yeah, it is, it can be, as a small business owner, it's very, it can be very challenging, but some days are really long. It's, it, it takes, it's, you know, especially if you, if, if you're, if you're venturing alone, it, um, we mentioned it can be isolating, be hard and, you know, you have to show up all the time, like show up, show up with your best foot forward. From a corporate perspective, I think, um, we, we've got some fantastic corporate partners um, and I think that there is there is a, a, a shift. I think, you know, especially with, I'm sensing even with like COVID, you, you want to you work with brands that have the same values as you. So if they have that sort of same, same sort of values and that mindset, um, you know, and we really try to, we, we love learning, learning from the digital startup world. We love learning from corporate world. We're trying to actually bring all those big business thinking and apply it to small business, um, small business ownership with the lens of, you know, the female and, and mothers. So, you know, like I said, we're, we're trying to make business suit us. Uh, and, and no doubt, I'm sure there are some, some, some nuances with corporate, uh, uh, corporate life. Uh, I, I think you know I've had I've, I've had feet in both camps, uh, and they definitely both have their pros and cons. Um, but we're definitely passionate about helping small business owner owner women upskill and network 
uh, and sort of unlock, you know, whatever value that they can through through learning with uh, bigger organisations as well. So we probably count them in our co-department, like yeah. <laughs> for the company that you keep and that might be your own village or it might be your clients, but it's also, you know, uh, and, your, and your partners and it's other companies that actually want to want to support and, and work with you too. Yeah, definitely. And so if you're uh, a mum that might be pregnant, thinking about starting up their own business and going on that journey, what advice do you have and where would they start? I know it's almost like how long's a piece of string, this question. <laughs> Well, okay, so if they're considering starting a business, I'm, I'm always about making sure that they've had a hard look at, you know, are they suitable to be a business owner? Like, you know, they're stepping into a new, new world. So you have to be sort of realistic about what that entails uh, and be honest with yourself because, you know, I mentioned that show up every day. It, it, is, it is different. You're going to be very resourceful. You're going to have to... Um, love problem solving and and working your way through uh, and, and sort of testing a bit of that resilience metal. Like, are you okay to deal with a few setbacks or, you know, do you think you can put things in place to, to navigate um, that journey? And you can by having a network of like-minded women around you and experts, um, getting your support of, you know, if you have a, have a partner or a husband or friends or mentors, like having a support network around you. Uh, and then if you're looking at the business side of things, so that's, that's a good look at yourself. But then if you're looking at the business side of things, um, my, main, my main tip there would be to really understand the problem that you're trying to solve for your intended customer and to understand how big that problem is. You know, is it, you know, and, and to the point where you're actually testing out, are people, are people willing to pay to solve that problem? So getting, getting a sense of, of, of that work. Uh, and then I'm sure I had one more. I like to think in threes. So join uh, <laughs> <laughs> mums and co. <laughs> oh, yes, thanks, Lucy. Community. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's the approach. It's how you go about doing it. Um, and I was probably going to say things like, uh, you know, you, you do have to, you might want, and I'm being probably a bit practical here, but you might actually want to start sort of having a, you know, making sure that you've got a, it's going to take a little bit of time from a, you know, maybe a financial financial point of view. So just making sure that you have got some buffers in place, that you've done your, you know, you've crunched the numbers, that you have an idea of how um, how quickly you can get your first 100 customers and, and sort of what sort of cash flow that's going to bring in. So um, working out those side of things. But, yes, of course, join Mums and Co. Yes. <laughs> For only $30, you join a movement and then it's pay as you go. So we know that you can top up when you need it or you can scale back when you need it as well, when your family needs you a little bit more. Uh, there's lots of flexibility uh, to support you through that journey. Fantastic. And is there anything you want to add, Lucy, because uh, from your background with Flying Solo? Yeah, oh, look, I loved um, the points that, that Carrie made, particularly that the one about um, being really clear on what the problem is that you're trying to solve. Because I think, you know, it's one, now the 
now the stats escaped my head, but that those first that first year of business is make or break for about 50% of, of business owners. So you really need to be, you need to get those fundamental things right. And it's so easy when you're starting off to be so enthusiastic because you need to be enthusiastic. <laughs> you, need, you need that energy behind you. But there's also a lot of structure that needs to be in place if you're going to continue and also get some really good financial advice. Um, as Carrie mentioned, have a buffer, but also, you know, there's plenty of free advice around now too um, in terms of, you know, sort of general basic accountancy. Um, at Mums & Co, we've got lots of finance experts as well, but just to have that initial chat about, okay, what's realistic here? What am I trying to do? Because even if it is a part-time business or a side hustle or something that you're creating while you're transitioning from your full-time employment or your part-time employment, um, having a really realistic view of, of how much you can make is, is really important and how long it's going to take to get there. So yeah, just being really clear and also really, really look after your well-being because it's a stress, it is a stress. It's not, <laughs> not all rainbows. Um, and particularly if you're raising young children as well. Um, it's, it is another stress, you know, it is another child. I've heard Carrie refer to having businesses that, you know, is her third child. I mean, it, they are, they, they grow um, in the same way. <laughs> they have stages in the same way. Um, and so you need to be kind to yourself, um, which is essentially why having a community, um, even if it's something you drop into once a month, I mean, we hold monthly member meetups for our members that are just such a lovely way, you know, to have that sort of just micro touch point. doesn't matter that everybody in the room might be doing something totally different to you. The fact that you're in that community where someone understands what you're going through, I think that's invaluable. Yep. Yeah, certainly having that part, and I think it's all parts of motherhood, knowing that you're not alone is so powerful because, you know, you get, the imposter syndromes and the lack of confidence and things like that that can really creep on. And if you actually speak with someone else that's going through something similar, it actually doesn't seem such a big problem because you're like, oh, I'm not alone. Someone else is going through it. And you actually feel better in yourself because you're like, oh, it's, it's nice to know that it's not just you that might be finding something, you know, a struggle or a challenge or something like that. And, um, and it can be so powerful. That's right. I mean, that's why some of the, you know, the most wonderful books that you can read on, on about business are from people who admit to their failures or the things that have gone wrong because you can kind of look at these successful people and go, what? That happened to you as well? Um, it's a wonderful feeling and it's so important. It's, it's a human journey owning a business. So we need to appreciate it and treat it the same way. Yeah, it needs all the love and tenderness often that we give our kids and sometimes even a little bit more. So. <laughs> And so when we're talking about skills that um, can be used and useful for um, having your own business, what do you think are some of those three to five essential skills that you can bring with you? Or even as you say, Carrie, you may not know them at the start when you start a business, but actually try and find them and, you know, find the people to help you develop those skills. Uh, I would actually say that... The, the, the confidence to, to pitch is definitely high on my list. Um, and that, that when I say pitch, that's basically anything from, you know, meeting someone for the first time at the net, a networking event or at the school pickup gate. It's just being able to answer with confidence what you do, 
uh, and why you do it and how you do it. Um, it's the ability to actually say, oh, I'm intrigued to, you know, I want to hear more. Like you've actually got my attention and, and it's, it sounds fascinating. How can I get involved or how can I help? So it's having that sort of pitch confidence, um, um, making, making sure that you can, you know, at one point you might be pitching for funding or you might be going to the bank manager and saying, I need, you know, I need, I need uh, to fund my next stage of growth. Um, so that pitch from the elevated right, right up until, you know, biggest sort of asks uh, is really an important skill. I think problem solving and um, the, you know, and, and this is in a, in a very, I think this is a very strong skill inherent to a lot of mothers. Like we're able to work out what is needed at that particular time and how to actually address um, you know, remove that pain point uh, for our child or for our family or for our, you know, uh, definitely for our children, maybe for ourselves sometimes we're, we're not as, uh, <laughs> as, 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 as clear on the, on the path to prioritising that. But um, it's, it's, it's definitely being able to problem solve. And then I probably put the last one in terms of, I don't know if it's like communication or um, uh, the ability to, to, to sort of form a, a network around yourself. So, um, and that comes back to the, uh, you know, you're, you're going to have to convince people to come on this journey with you. You're going to have to convince people to work with you, to be your supplier, to be your vendor, to be um, a collaborator, to, you know, uh, maybe it's a, to a, a journalist that, that needs to um, give you some publicity or, or some media um, awareness, or it might be to a new staff member. You know, you want to bring someone on board uh, into, your, into your business. So that sort of communication and the ability to, to create this network, this ecosystem around you um, is another essential skill. So that's my three. Oh, fantastic. And Lucy, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, I was just going to jump in there to say that um, recently um, we've been hearing within our community that it's also prioritising. So learning how to, you know, wake up each day and go, okay, what's the most important thing for me to do here today? What, what's going to take me further? Um, and that becomes increasingly difficult as your business grows and things get complicated and that you're putting on every single hat that there is because that's part of it too. So learning how to prioritise what's the most important task today or in this hour <laughs> um, to move me forward. Yeah, and I think they're, they're definitely skills that no matter if you work for someone or if you've got your own business, they're, they're valuable in, in any way of, you know, pitching, problem solving, communication, prioritising. Naturally, as a mum, you're doing that in some shape or form in, in all parts of your life. Um, and regardless if you've got a, your own business or if you work, if you're employed. So uh, great skills to, to actually do it. Now to you both, how do you manage the juggle? Uh, one term that I often like to say is that we're a conductor, that we're uh, pretty much like we've got our own little symphony of trying to make sure everything's all together because I don't think that we're ever going to have balance of 50-50 of um, the connotations of that. Um, I understand mums and co use the, um, the analogy of harmony, uh, of, of, of definitely having it all in, in harmony working together. So how do you both manage manage the juggle? 
Um, that's a beautiful synergy for us. We are we are definitely conducting and and getting our orchestra to harmonize all the instruments to harmonize together, um, and and we refer to it as uh, this this triangle, uh, if you will. So. You've got ambition, which is your career and your business goals, where you want to make impact, um, your livelihood, which is how you go about making that living, what are your family obligations, and your well-being. So it's around your personal health, your safety, your spiritual and, and um, you know, physical and mental well-being. Um, and, I, you know, as, as a working woman, I think that, Sometimes that triangle looks pretty solid. It's a nice, healthy delta shape, sometimes a little bit skew if on one side. Um, it's, it's a, you know, and, and something, something kind of, you know, at times has to give. So knowing that it's okay that um, one might be prioritised over another at some point, but it kind of has to balance out again after that. It kind of has to come back to harmony, you know, in terms of the tuning of it all. Um, so yeah, look, we, we, we definitely see it in, in that sense and all parts are important to us. Um, all parts give us a sense of identity. Um, and Mums & Co is really sort of that national movement, that digital platform to power women at all stages of their business, uh, and motherhood, um, to achieve their ambitions and, and creating that sort of deeply caring and enabling, enabling space for them to live that best livelihood and well-being. So powerful, so powerful. And Lucy, how do you manage the juggle? Yes, well, I, I'm trying to always put my triangle back <laughs> <laughs> as well. Um, I also think leaning in, you know, to my community of colleagues, to my, my, my co, the community around me, my friends, my family, um, you know, again, I feel like for me, part of being able to do what I do is to know that I can't do it all myself. Um, and, you know, having particular people for particular problems, whether it's just to talk to them or to ask them for help. Um, and it's also making sure that I invest in myself constantly. Um, and actually, that's part of the reason we, we, we have an exciting podcast coming up ourselves. We're about to launch one at Mums & Co. And part of the reason that we decided to create that was part of, part of the idea of we want to encourage women to invest in themselves, um, not just in their business, but in themselves, because without healthy uses, we don't have businesses anyway. But as you would know, Karina, with this podcast, that podcasts are the way that we can, as, as busy working women and mothers, um, still invest in ourselves and in our business by learning and listening to other, other women to discuss, you know, how they, they, they go. So for me, that, that's really part of it as well, um, just making sure that I'm finding ways that are easy to invest in my own well-being, you know, because I think there's so much out there there's so much you can do, but when your time is limited, you need to be really sensible and strategic about, about the things that, that you can do regularly. So, yeah, I'd say well-being is high on my priority list. As you said, it's about prioritising what you can do in the most important parts um, of the day. And so what do you both do then for self-care? I'll start off with you, Lucy. Yeah, I'm really into meditation. I started about 
four years ago um, and I meditate absolutely every single day, mostly twice a day. So as soon as I wake up and as I'm going to sleep, in fact, falling asleep, (laughs) (laughs) the truth of it, um, that's my biggest one. I'm a regular exerciser Um, and one of my um, the things that I like to share about myself about this part of my life is that I also have a little bit of a thing for online tarot videos (laughs) so if you ever need some escapism um yeah I go in for those as well but yeah my mental space is something that I really I always feel like if head's clearer then you know I've got I've got more time because my productivity levels are are higher ah so good and Carrie what do you do for self-care uh, I am a late night rower. Ah, uh, something that I picked up with um, uh, is it Ferber during during lockdown. <laughs> uh, so so for the last you know probably year or so, I've I've been spending a lot of time on a rowing machine, uh, and sometimes I might be doing it whilst watching a Netflix series. <laughs> <laughs> And other times I might be doing it, um, you know, and, and I have to kind of credit my husband because he's a late night um, fitness fitness person. You know, he can, he can do a whole session at 11 o'clock at night. And <sighs> I know, I know. And that's because he's, you know, yeah, well, the, the day gets very busy. So we're trying to find the pockets of time that we can. So rowing. And then I think the other thing I do is, uh, I do definitely enjoy time decompressing at the moment with with the boys. I have a five and a seven year old, and they're big soccer fans, uh, and it's just fun. They're, they're they're really you know we've got a, a park just outside our our house back at the back of our house, so we're always sort of kicking balls around and and uh, being goalies uh, and doing really cool victory poses after we score goals <laughs> ah very good very good yeah I'm back onto a park as well and as soon as my son uh, my three and a half year old seen it's like any ball comes out he's like right let's go out in the back gate and try and kick the footy or kick the soccer ball or something like that so can totally relate yeah and board games we do lots of board games at the moment so puzzles board games they're they're sweet at the moment Uh, I'll hold on to it whilst I can yeah hold on to those now is there anything more you ladies want to add to today's chat just about being you know being a working mom and and having and having your own business uh I really just want to you know applaud and acknowledge you know the incredible hard work it's a bit it can be a bit unsung uh at times uh being a small business owner and probably as as a mother, so I just wanted to take a moment and say, you know, you're doing you're doing a really good job, um, and uh, absolutely, we we welcome you to join our movement. Um, I mentioned that it's only thirty dollars to 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 come along, uh, and then it's a pay as you go model because we do know that when you're it's just starting out, or you know, you you, you just kind of want to want to want to set things up, then uh, you might just want to pull on the resources and the networking that you need at that particular time. So come say hi. Uh, Lucy is always there to give you a very warm welcome uh, and I hope to meet you at some point. Fantastic. Now, where can we get, where can we go to join Mums & Co? And also how can we connect with you both? 
So you'll find us on our website, which is mumsandco.com.au. We're also on LinkedIn, Instagram, um, and you can find both Carrie and I on, on LinkedIn as well. Um, and if you go to the website to join, there is a join button. So if you just hit that um, and you can follow the steps there, otherwise you can just contact me directly and I can give you a hand with it as well. Well, thank you so much, ladies, for today's chat. I was really looking forward to it and it's so many gems of gold um, throughout. So thank you so much for your time and everything you're doing to support uh, working mothers in actually fulfilling their ambitions. I will also acknowledge that I am a Mums & Co member so um, I'm really enjoying the platform. So thank you so much, ladies, for today's chat. I know that a lot of people are going to get so much value out of it and definitely do go join. Um, it'll be the best thing that you do all year. So thank you so much. Thanks so much, Karina. Thank you for listening to the Working Mama podcast. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast catch-up. I invite you also to join the Working Mama community on Facebook and join in the conversation with other like-minded working mums. Please also feel free to contact me on any of the Working Mama social channels. Remember, Mama is M-U-M-M-A or website www.workingmama.com.au. I would appreciate you to share this podcast with friends and colleagues, especially those that are parents managing the juggle. And I would really appreciate if you had to take the time out to leave a review of the podcast. I'll be giving a shout out to select people that do so. So stay listening and you might be one of them. Thank you and see you next time. Have a great week.